topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, you just got Daryl rolling solo. You know, um, James Harrison played for the Pittsburgh Steelers 13 years, played in the NFL 15 years, played for the for the New England Patriots last year, has announced that he's retired. And um, and hey, you know, after 15 years in the NFL, he says he wants to be close to his family, want to spend more time with his children. Can't blame a man for that. And after 15 years in the NFL, he should really have no financial woes at all. You know, um, my goodness, just to think a man could last that long in such a, a, a dangerous and physical sport. And he was one of the most physical players to play in the National Football League during the time he played. So, hey, congratulations, James Harrison. Um, let's hope you stay out of retirement because we've seen this happen a lot of times, especially in this position that he plays. Somebody comes along and say, hey, we got a chance to make the playoffs. We got nice sunny weather. We play on the grass field. Come on down to Tampa Bay or come on over to Jacksonville or come on down to Miami and, and play with us. You know, so I, I, we say retirement, but really, it is really, really hard to walk away from a job that you that you play 16 games in a regular season and you make literally $100,000 a week, you know, and someone pays you a paycheck of three or four or five or $600,000 every two weeks. And in some cases, you make a million dollars or more every two weeks. You get a check for that for 16 weeks. It's hard to, for these guys to... Um, to turn away from from professional football, and it's and it's really obvious because when we see players like James Harrison, you know, um, he comes back for the for the money. It's just it's obvious, and especially when we start talking about positions like quarterback. You know, we really have we really literally have to have to scoop these guys up off the field and throw them out of the league. Because they just don't want to go anywhere because it's just an easy job. You, a lot of times, if you're the backup quarterback, what are you doing? Holding a clipboard and praying that you don't have to go in the game? You know, if you're Tom Brady's backup, you never touch the field, regardless whether whether the game is out of hand or or um, whether it's a close game. It doesn't matter. So that's one of those glorified positions that, you, like I said, we have to scoop those guys up and snatch them off the field, you know, um, you know, uh, this guy, Josh Gordon, um, plays for the, um, 
for the um, Cleveland Browns. You know, as much as we just talked about um, James Harrison, um, such a, his longevity and his career in the NFL, well, Josh Gordon has had literally just the opposite of of um, of James Harrison. Here's a guy that's that's been around the league since like um, 2000, 2012 and has only played literally in 40 games since 2012. Uh, 40 games, 179 receptions, 3,089 yards, and 15 touchdowns. And just to say, now, that, that's in his career. Now, this year, um, Josh Gordon came back and had and and this was in five games. He had 18 receptions, 335 yards, and one touchdown. Uh, this is an incredible, incredibly talented young man that just has not been able to keep it together long enough to complete literally a, a season. I mean, and 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 really, you got to pray for this guy because I think he's in a he's a prime example that lets us know that that um substance abuse is really in some cases a disease because why we talk about players doing everything they can to stay in this league for as long as they can because you have an opportunity to collect a paycheck of $500,000 or more in some cases every two weeks. This is more money than some people are going to make in their entire life. You have a chance to make that in, in two weeks. So we look at a guy like Josh Josh Gordon and say, man, what is it? What could it be? What would stop you from actually making this kind of money or or putting yourself in a position where you wouldn't be able to make this kind of money? What what is it? What could it be? And I guess that's a that's a question for the ages. And that's one of the reasons I say that um it must be some type of a of a disease that that this young man is dealing with, because who in their right mind would um who in their right mind would mess up an opportunity like this, making five hundred thousand dollars every two weeks? It just don't happen. So Josh, we're pulling for you. You know, I know Hugh Jackson must have a lot of confidence in you as well, because they just they just signed you to a. Uh, a new contract. Josh could have he he officially re-signed exclu- they they officially re-signed exclusive rights for Josh Gordon. So he can't go anywhere else. The Cleveland Browns have him. The Cleveland Browns also just picked up Jarvis Landry. Hey, the Cleveland Browns may be in a direction where they're gonna be winning some games. And Jarvis Landry said that said in an article that I read that um the attitude and the culture is going to be changing in Cleveland. And I think if there's any one person in the NFL that could change the attitude and the culture, it would be Jarvis Landry. He plays with a chip on his shoulder. You know what I mean? And and I'm not saying he's – a lot of people criticize him for – not being a stress to field receiver. He's a possession receiver. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, the way the way the game is spread in the NFL, there are a lot of possession receivers. There are a lot of routes that are caught at three yards and, and people running for touchdowns of 60 yards. A lot of times we're just kept, we're throwing a three-yard route to gain the five 
that's a first that we love those kind of plays early in the downs, first and second down. Third and five is not a bad position to be in. And second and five is a great position to be in. So a lot of times I think the game the game has changed so much to where where the the short routes are are almost welcomed. It's a part of the game. And um and these quick and these quick small receivers are where we are where we at now in football. So hats off to you, um to you, Josh, and we're pulling for you, praying for you, all of that. And um, hey man, let's do let's do a better job this time. You're getting <laughs> you know, and this guy Josh, we talk about a second chance, getting a second chance. Well, this is about his fourth chance too. You know, and and some people don't don't get that many chances. Uh, Josh, you got a you got a second chance. Um, take advantage of it, and hey, do your best, man. A lot of people pulling for you. A lot of people got a lot of a lot of confidence in you too. Hey, but Nick Foles says he's open to a trade. Nick Foles is an Eagles quarterback who won the Super Bowl. And um, he, and, you know, he came in and took the rookie's place after the rookie got hurt and comp- could not complete the season. But Nick Foles, it says he is open to a trade, and I can see, um, I, I can see Nick Foles playing for a lot of teams, and and trust me, um, when uh, when when Wentz went down with injury with an injury. Nick Foles came in and did, a, did an awesome job, you know, and a lot of people thought that Carson Wentz was, um, was he was uh, the next coming of, of, of um, Steve Young. But Nick Foles came in, stepped in late in the season, took this team to an undefeated, well, it had to go undefeated to make through the playoffs to make it to the Super Bowl, but they were the underdog in every game of the playoffs, including the Super Bowl in which they won. Now, Nick Foles, you know, if you're looking for a quarterback, I would really think that um, I, w- I would really think that Nick Foles would be a better choice than any of these guys that's coming out of college this year. And uh, I, I just don't think that, it, you know, when you, when you look at it, he, he's, he's more of a prototype. He has much more experience than any of these young cats coming out, and Nick Foles is not a—he's—he's he's still a young a, a young quarterback as far as come for NFL standards. You know, we, we see these guys stay twenty years in the league. So no, Nick Foles is is young for quarterback standards for sure. So that's just my two cents. I think a lot of teams would be better set to take a chance on a Nick Foles. Than to 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 think about um, taking Josh Rosen or or any of these young young quarterbacks that um that that are coming out of college this year, you know, um, there's a story out about um, Danny Amendola, and you know, Danny Danny Amendola played for the Patriots last few years, uh, very productive wide receiver. Um, he's going to be playing with the, uh, with the Miami Dolphins now. And, you know, um, sounds like, um, Danny Amendola is one of those guys that, you know, you, you know, um, tales from the crypt or whatever, you know, he's kind of like leaking little secrets 
about the Patriots, just little secrets about the Patriots. You know, um, a while back he said something about um, uh, Bill Belichick. He said something about Bill Belichick was um, um, not a lot of fun to play for, in so, not in so many words. Hey, we got Reggie on the line. Reggie, what's going on? Josh, we got Reggie on the line? Reggie, what's going on? Nothing much. How you doing, Dad? Hey, man, loving this life I got. Loving it, man. I'm glad you called. I heard you went down there to the Miami Spring Game down in Miami, Florida, and, and, um, and, um, at the Hard Rock Stadium. How was the game? Oh, absolutely, man. It was lovely, man. I'll tell you what, man. We had an attendance. I think at that scrimmage game, they had more, more, more people in attendance than the Florida Marlins. It was about, I see, if I had to guess, I see it was every bit of forty to forty to fifty thousand fans there, and that was uh, it, it. Really, I was really proud to see the fans uh, come out and support the Hurricanes the way they did this past Saturday. Man, that's awesome. And, and I and I also want to say I was watching, you know, one uh, position specifically, and that was the quarterback. And I tell you what, this guy out of Ocala. Named Nicosi Perry. <laughs> this guy was really, really outstanding. He threw the deep ball well. He threw the uh, short routes well. He threw the intermediate routes well. And he made some good decisions not to throw it when they were covered. I was very impressed by Nicosi Perry out of Ocala, Florida. Well, Reggie, um, the stat sheet said Nicosi threw. 26 passes. You know, that's a lot of passes in a, that's a, in lot a, of in passes. a spring and, game, and, you know, man. I was sitting there watching, you know, uh, Coach Rick was standing behind me, and he was listening in to the, to the uh, huddle call, and uh, he would step back once the uh, offense broke the huddle. And I tell you, 95% uh, uh, of those plays that he did run, they were all passing plays. And I think that the reason why he did that, he was uh, – Wanting to see how how this guy was under pressure, and um, they also did a little bit of bliss. They didn't do much, but um, the, I guess just to let the fans see what kind of arm Perry had. And I tell you what, he was like I said earlier, he was very impressive. And uh, I think I think this this young man is going to do well. You know, the key is to stay healthy. You stay healthy, and and and, and you have no nagging injuries. Now, a lot of times, I, I, I just believe that this guy is going to be a good quarterback. I, I really think he is too, um, Reggie. And from what I can see, um, um, his, his escape ability is 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 going to be something really, really special to watch too. You know, right. they say he's right. he's probably one of the fastest quarterbacks we've ever had and you know, at University. You know, he kind of reminded me. And, and I'm not putting him up there that high, especially not yet, but he kind of reminded me of a Michael Vick. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That, yeah that's, 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 that was the first person came to mind when you try to compare a player to a player that has played before and, and the same uh, on the same level. He, he honestly, he reminded me a little bit of Michael Vick. Wow. I like that. I like. I think that's, that's something. A, that's really a hell of a comparison. If you ask that, me. that is a hell of a comparison, and, and um, 
If he can live up to those comparisons, Reggie, I mean, just just live up to something close to that. Boy, we winning a yeah, national championship right. at University yeah, of Miami. All right, man. You, you know? telling me we got something look like Michael Vick coming down there? We we winning a national championship, man. With the defense yeah. we supposed to be putting together down there, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Now let me ask you a question. Now you know Malik Rozier he coming back for his fifth fifth year as a senior, and a lot of people questioning. Um, is the quarterback position wide open? Mark Rick says it's wide open. Um, oh, do you oh, think? Oh, uh huh. Do you think yeah. that? You will see uh-huh. uh, both of these guys play, or do you think as time goes on, we're going to see uh, Perry take this job because Mark Rick really wants to see a mobile, uh, uh, two-headed monster at quarterback? You know, here's my opinion. Now, 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 this is just what I gather from, from what I saw on Saturday. This guy's ability is above and beyond uh, 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 Rozier. Now, if you want to win ball games. I think you have to stick with one quarterback, uh, especially a quarterback of his caliber, with his with his uh, 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 ability. Because, like I say, the more he plays, the more he's going to get comfortable. And uh, as far as me comparing him to Rozier, there's there's, there's really no comparison because the uh, only thing that 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 uh, Rozier has on him is the experience. And you know, and he came in at a later at a later time. But as far as his athletic ability, his his ability to to, to play quarterback, uh, to me, there's no, not, there's, it's not even close. If you ask me, so I think I think uh, uh, Coach uh, Rick is just gonna go with one guy. He's gonna go with one guy. I really believe that, unless this guy just stinks up the place, uh, uh, and he has no choice. But if this guy can. Go in and move that offense, and and keep the ball, or uh, keep it, uh, keep from turning the ball over on a, on a consistent basis. Uh, of of course, I I really believe because Coach Rick, in my opinion, he wants to win a, a national championship. I would agree with you, Reggie. Hey, Reggie, we gotta take a quick commercial break. We got a couple of people on hold, but hey, man, let's don't forget Malik Rozier had the Miami Hurricanes at ten and zero last year. And ranked in the top five. Ranked in the top five. So let's don't forget about that. And Reggie, don't be a stranger, man. We're here every Monday night on Sports Info, you and VoiceAmerica.com. We're going to take a quick commercial break, guys. We get back. We got Red online. We'll talk to you, Red. We'll holler at you on the other side. Peace. I'll holler at you later, Daryl. Thanks. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Want to get inside of the minds of the players and coaches? We'll talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. We'll review and preview the week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, and what's next from the colleges to the pro teams. It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific, on Voice America Sports. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. 
Kelly is the owner of Macmillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly Macmillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We're talking big game adventures this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. While most seasons are still months away, that doesn't mean we can't start preparing for our fall pursuits right now. Joining us is Jenna Waller, host of Skullbound TV, Derek Ratliff, president and founder of Horizon Firearms, plus Tom and Nick of Become One. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on The Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got Red on the line. I know a Red want to talk about what's going on down there in Tampa Bay with them Buccaneers and what's going on in the world of Tampa, maybe even with the Rays. Red, what's happening? What's up, Dale? Thanks for having me. Hey, man, it's always a pleasure, man. Yeah, what's what's going on in Buccaneer world, though? Well, waiting on the anticipating this draft, man. Just waiting on this draft. Okay. You know, when you know, uh, first round, I'm looking for. Okay. You know, uh, I heard I heard Jameson say that he's going to get Deshaun Jackson more involved in the offense this year. Now, yeah. you know, when you hear quarterbacks say things like that, you know, Deshaun Jackson is no Dez Bryant, and 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 he, he he's no, to me he's no Jarvis Landry. You know, he's a he's a speedy guy, and he, he's just not one of these dark kind of quick him receivers. As a guy that can uh, run the fly route, and that's about it. That's about it. He's no he's no Danny Amendola. You understand that's what a, I'm that's saying? A, that's a stigma uh, against fast guys from since ever since fast guys been fast. I, 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 I may beg to differ because, you know, some of these guys are fast and tough. You know, Deshaun Jackson, he spent more time with hamstrings. I mean, name some guys that have just been small and super fast. Like, uh, I mean, they always had a stigma against him. No, he ain't, he ain't can't run no route. He ain't, he ain't no route runner. He ain't no route. He can run his, the, the fly route and the deep ball. You know what I mean? And you know how many slants Deshaun Jackson done caught for five yards and took for 60? Or, or whatever the rest of the field was. Come on now. I'm, hey, leave, all I'm saying is that he's a little more time. He's had one season with the dude, you know, <laughs> one summer to spend with him. I think this one right here will pay some dividends. Spending the summer with Jameis Winston, I think it'll pay I, some dividends. It ain't gonna hurt. I know that. I, I'm not saying it's gonna hurt. I think it can only get better. I think they, their chemistry can only get better, man. I mean, I ain't frying no chicken yet. It's only it's only April right now, you know what I mean? But uh, I agree. I look for us to have a better season than we did last year. I really do, man. This draft coming up, the options is wide open, man. 
It really depends on what people pick before us. Could end up picking a guard. You know? Yeah, that, that's a possibility. One of the mock drafts got us ending up with uh, Saquon Barkley. You know? I doubt that'll happen, but I mean, I kind of understood how that mock draft went. People going for uh, uh, what their team needs, really. I mean, in yeah. a word. And without a doubt, you need a running back. And when the guy that you looking for ain't there, you just go for well, you know the best player on the board. And that's how that happens. The best that available. Ain't counting what trades and people might move and stuff like that, you know. But don't first pick, man. Early, early in the first round, man. I don't, look, I don't look for nobody to be moving around. I think those teams will take those picks, and uh, they're gonna take what's best for their team, man. You know, yeah. we don't have to have Saquon Barkley. Honestly, I, I don't. I don't think we need Saquon Barkley. You know, we can take one of the lesser running backs, man, and have a still have a solid offense, man. I'd like to have Bo Scarborough. I said that last week, didn't I? Was it last week? Ain't nobody looking at yeah. old Scarborough, that big old 240-pound running back from Alabama. Everybody looking at Nick Chubb and, 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 and uh, uh, what's the other guy? Uh, Sonny Michelle. I wouldn't mind having some of the Michelle either. There's a lot of good running backs in this draft, man, and everybody can't go first round. So we'll see how it unfolds, man. It will. I think Nate Chubb is going to be a, a, a pretty good running back. Um, Sonny Michelle, I think he. I'm not so sure about him. I think he's a little undersized. Sonny Michelle is going to be. Um, Sonny, Sonny Michelle. He he bigger than Nate Chubb, isn't he? I think Chubb is more like like that um, like that um, C.J. Anderson kind of running back. You know, uh, I think. But Nate. But we'll see. You know, yep. at, at the same time, this dude Bradley Chubb. Um, he he's he's seems to be the stud in this in this series NFL hey, look, draft. People got people got the Giants taking him. People got the Giants taking Saquon Barkley. People got the Giants taking a quarterback. It really depends on what all of them people do at the at the top right there. You know? Yeah. Cleveland picking yeah. first and fourth. So I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, man. Be next it's gonna to be very TV. interesting. Be next to your TV next Thursday, man. It's, it's going to be very, very interesting, man. You know, and, and I, I said this earlier, uh, I really think it's it, it may not be a good thing but for I, some of these teams to take quarterbacks in this year's NFL draft early. You know, this kid, uh, Josh Allen, I don't see him being the quarterback everybody thinks he's going to be in this year's NFL draft. I just don't see it. What about Sam Donald? Don't see it with him either. You know, um, Rosen? I, 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 Rosen either? I don't see it with him either. I, and, and don't even get well, me they, started. They're they going in the first top ten, man. They are. There's another kid, there's another kid coming out of, uh, what, they were talking about the Patriots might take him. Uh, hey. My goodness, I forget his name. I think he's from uh, North Dakota or something like that. What is his name? Yeah, that's, uh, that, you talking they're about Josh through. Allen they're from Wyoming? Through. Is it Wyoming? That might be. Yeah, that, Wyoming. That, 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 jo- what yeah. name? Yeah. Josh Allen from oh, Wyoming. Josh Allen. Okay. Well, how about how about this one here? This one really upsets me, man. I just don't see it happening. The Jets taking make a, make, uh, Baker Mayfield with the third <laughs> pick. That's 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 sad. That's unbelievable. Uh, boy, I hope they do it. I hope they do it. That that'd be a bad bad mistake, man. When you when you give up um, 
when you don't take a player like uh, Saquon Bar- um, Barkley and you take Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield literally is like 5'9". It just don't work in the NFL you, like quarterback, man. Okay, Sam Donald, Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. They got, uh, well, you know. Um, Mason Rudolph. Russell. Mason Rudolph. Mason uh, Rudolph, dude. I don't. I, I, yeah, I haven't heard yeah. him either. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, I haven't heard six, him at all. Five and he six five and Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, well, you know. Um, yeah. Speaking of Ben Roethlisberger, you know, um, Todd Haley, I think his name is their offense coordinator. He's no longer with the Pittsburgh Steelers anymore, and now mm-hmm. Ben Roethlisberger is coming after Tomlin. You know, saying, hey, he made some bad calls during the season, don't have control of his team. And I can see some of these things, too. Or we see videotapes and Instagram coming from his locker room after a win. I can see that he, he may have lost a little bit, uh, a little bit of control. And when ben, ben Roethlisberger is talking, people listen. You know? yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how much longer um, Tomlin has with um, Pittsburgh. Uh, say some yeah. minority owners want him gone. Now that doesn't really? mean he, that when, that's minority owners. Majority owners are what really count. So yeah. his majority owners are, are behind behind him. But you know it's not gonna it's not gonna be long. And we got to know we got when we think about it, Steelers have been through f- quite a few offense coordinators with Ben Roethlisberger, and um, they haven't seen to be getting it right. And they have had probably the best running back and receiver in the league for the last they better two pay years. Him. They better pay him. I know that. You talking about Bell? Them, them negotiations ain't over with neither. Yeah. Damn right. Yeah, you. I would agree with you. Mm-hmm. You ain't know, on no paper yet. And how how many times can they can they make this man uh, unrestricted? You know, franchise player. I don't know. Many times they won't, I guess. They want to keep paying a million dollars a game? Hell, they should. That that to know, me is crazy. I know he would be mad with that. And 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 the only problem is it's just no longevity in that kind of contract. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's money. It is money. It is Red money. Red Reavers did it. He was the best that ever did it. Yeah, I, I would say Red Reavers was the best that ever did it until Kirk Cousins did it. And it would surprise me if Red Reavers come back this year and play some more. Yeah, for another he four or five no more than a one or two year contract. He always betting on himself, man. Right, and, he and you can't blame him. And and and, and he, he was successful doing it. Mm-hmm. He got a million dollars a game when he played for Tampa. Did you know that? He he was very successful when he did it too. Yeah, you know. Well, let me let me ask a question about why all, man. They tried to install a whole damn new defense for that man. Hey, he was one of those guys that was what he was probably one of the last shutdown corners the league Robert has seen. Smith was too dumb to cater to what he had, man. He tried to use the man in another way that wasn't that damn effective. Period. Point blank. <laughs> the rare readers, the rare readers, man. You let him do what he do. But Shut do it down on his side of the field. But they didn't Don't do that. Don't take care of those three quarters of the field. I got this quarter over here. I got this yeah, one over man. here. That's what he was, you gotta, man. You got to cater to your talent, man. You can't make them dudes bend and be something else. But anyway, uh, I digress. What you yeah. were saying? No, I, I was asking about this kid, uh, Calvin Ridley, out of out of the um, 
out of Alabama. Now, he's he's a receiver there. I don't see him being the Odell Beckham kind of kind of receiver. And I don't see him being that tra- that um, Jarvis Landry kind of receiver, the cutting the slash and catching the short passes, taking it for 12, 15 yards. He's Odell Beckham catching the field. Him, Amari Cooper. He's more like him. And, and uh, you know, Amari Cooper had hands a good and season, and then they figured route. out what time it was. He's the fastest guy in the world. He's just got hands and routes. So you I mean, seeing him? You seeing him being a productive receiver in the league? And I think yeah. there's still some question marks behind that young man too, man. I really and do. You know what, man? All of this, what we're saying, depends on where they go, what offense they land in, and defense they land in. All of that depends on that, you know. Because I mean, uh, Ridley landing in 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 Cleveland is different from really landing somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? You know, you're going to yeah. get a different player. You know that. You know that. Yep. So, you're, I mean, you're, you're, you're right. You're right. Where, where they land has plays a big part in it. That, that's without question. Yep. Yeah. So, but I don't know. You know, no, no, one more thing before we get out of here, Andre. What's your think about this Dez Bryant situation, man? Um, you know, I don't um, know, man. That was, that, was, that was a sour ending, wasn't it? That was something, man. That's, I mean, I can't say it surprised me, but, I mean, it was just the, kind of the way they did it. It was, uh, I don't know, man. He was calling out the coaches, same way he called out his teammates. You know, it's good calling out your teammates and holding them accountable, you know what I mean? But I don't know about calling out your coaches, you know? I mean, yeah, I mean, you can do that, but, you know, you can't do that. You know? Yeah, I know. You can't do that. Not without no repercussions. I mean, he's a coach. I mean, if I, the coach I, wanted him there, he, if the coach wanted him there, if Jason Garrett wanted him there, he'd be there. Okay, you know that, right? He'd have stood up for without him, question. he'd be there. You know, so, I mean, there's that. There it is. Without question, if Jason Garrett wanted yeah, him to be there, he, they, they can do that. They can get rid of a little bit of a headache and save $13 million on the salary cap. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and do that. So they did, you know. Hey, I feel you, man. I feel you. Now, now, you know, Dez is one of those guys. I really think he his 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 career is winding down, man. Yeah. And let's let's look at it. This would have never happened to Michael you Irvin because Michael Irvin brought championships to Dallas. Michael Irvin was was Jerry Jones' boy, and Michael Irvin did a whole whole lot more dirt than Dez Bryant ever did. But yeah. Let's don't get it twisted. That talent, that talent, Winning. I read all his BS. You know what I'm saying? Winning cures all. Mm-hmm. And it makes everybody Where feel good. Where do you see good. him going? Where do you see him going? I, I, I think that's right. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if he stays in Texas and we see him playing with the um, with the mm-hmm. Houston Texans. It wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me, me if, 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 if we see him, um, it's going to be that probably wouldn't surprise me at all. That was kind of like the first thing I seen when I saw that smirk on his face when he was leaving uh, the Dallas facility. I was like, man, he, he like he got something up his sleeve. Yeah. So I, I, yeah. So I think he's gonna be all right. He'll be fine. But I mean, he can land in the offense, man. Like uh, I was thinking, I was thinking New York too. Really? Right there I in the division. Yeah, I could easily see him That would be that would be that would be something that I'm sure he'll be interested in. He gonna entertain that. 
the, the question with Des Bryant, man, when he came into the league, it was some, it was some question marks behind him. It was some question marks behind him with his, um, um, you know, um, Kobe Bryant always tried to get a little bit. Uh, a little bit more hood per se, and it was people used to say he didn't have enough ghetto credit. Well, Des Bryant came into the league with a little bit too much ghetto credit. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And our concerns for him right now are that is he going to leave the league and be financially secure for the rest of his life? That's the question. And here's a guy that's probably made. $10 million for the last four or five years per season. We've, we've even had question marks with Des Bryant owing jewelers money and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So wow. now we question, wow. you know, he got four, four more years left in his, in his career, maybe five more at the most. Is he going to leave the league with enough money to take care of himself for the rest of his life and not be worried about anything? So that's our concern for Des Bryant. Yep, that's my concern for him anyway. Man, this is gonna be all right, man. I mean, well, I, I mean, this matter where he go right now for me. It don't matter where he, he go. He end up in Jacksonville. He end up in Jacksonville. That'll be a good offense for him to land in. I think. I don't think Tom Coughlin would take a risk on a player like Dez. Uh, Tom has sure. his locker room pretty much under control. You know, Dez has a tendency to have outbursts. Yeah, Dez don't act right, man. Dez don't have like to go. That. You know that player. If he, he, Tom Coughlin gonna let him know that in the in the, in the beginning. I mean, you think Tom Coughlin don't know who he is? You know Dad's a football player. Hey, I think you know Dad's a dude, too. But, uh, you know. Dad's right. You know, you know Tom Coughlin ain't having that. One way or the other, no matter how good you is. Hey, we got to get out of here because we got a commercial. Hey, but Dad's might tell him like Colin Kaepernick told him. Colin, are you going to um, are you gonna, um, are you gonna stand <laughs> for the national anthem while you're in Seattle? I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, okay, well, this interview is over. We'll talk to someone else. Is that how that That's went? how it might go, man. I mean, is that how that went with Kaepernick? Pretty much. They asked him, wow. are you going to kneel? Are you going to stand for the national anthem? And he said, wow. he didn't, he said no. He, he said yes. He, he said no. He still was, he wasn't sure. He wasn't, he, he know he wasn't going to stand for the national anthem. It's still a possibility that he could kneel for the national anthem. And they said, okay, well, the interview's over. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, that's pretty much how it went. So, hey, um, you that's know, if Des Bryant goes into into um, Tom Coughlin's office with that kind of attitude, Red, you can best believe that he's probably going to get um, put out of there yeah. real quick. And he'll be looking for another another um, another job. But I think Des is going to get a job without question. He might even be down there in Tampa with you guys. Hey, Red, we got to get out of here, man. Yeah. We got to take no. a quick commercial yeah. break. No, I ain't going to let that slide. No, we don't need him. Oh, yeah, you're right. I don't think you need I don't think you need <laughs> no, Des Bryant. I think, no, he has to go to a team that's with some serious veterans and, and team that he's he, he going to have to follow their lead a little bit. You know what I mean? So, but, I, but hey, you never know. Oh, man, who knows? He might be in in New England, you know, because I think Des hey, has hey, the work ethic. That's, for not, that's not that big of a stretch. And Des has that that. Mentality that 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 um that um Belichick wants that bulldog yeah, you mentality. You, you think Dez won't tighten his belt and straighten his act up and, and win him a Super Bowl with, for with Belichick? Belichick and Tom? Hell yeah! You know, yeah. Randy Moss did it. 
Straighten his act up and play for Belichick. Hey, T.O. said he'd love to go and play for Belichick. Hey, hey, man, we got to get out of here, man. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We get back. Hopefully, Vince on the line. We'll talk some more sports info. You am on the other side. We'll be right back after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network. And let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, anybody want to give us a call? We're here at Sports Info UM, 888-346-9144. Hey, guys, um, you know, we were just talking about um, um, a little bit of football and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, um, you know, Darrell Worsley, um, defensive back, Philadelphia Eagles cornerback, um, was found in his car sleeping. At 6 a.m. Now, when you find in your car sleeping at 6 a.m., in most cases, you go to jail. You know, um, well, that's what happened to Daryl. Not only did he go to jail, but um, he got released, you know, arrested by the police because they say he became combative. I guess he wanted to fight the police for some reason or another. And, um, 
you know, this it's just it just don't make sense for these guys to be driving drunk. I mean, we got Uber and all of these things out here to give you a ride. Lyft. And don't forget about it, just a plain old taxi. And when you can make $200,000 every two weeks, come on, man. When you're making 12000 every two weeks, come on, man. But it's just, it's just really, really sad to see that... Um, it's sad to see these guys constantly going through these kind of things, man. It just don't make sense. And um, Daryl Worley is now looking for a job. Um, and, you know, three career interceptions, two sacks, and 111 solo tackles in his career. And, and, and don't get me wrong. He'll probably get a job, but he'll be stigmatized for how long for the rest of his career over something simple like you know um, not being at, not being smart enough to call an Uber or not being smart enough to to take a taxi or not being man take a bus do something but don't put yourself and put other people in danger because you wanna you wanna um you want to, I guess, drink and pass out on the side of the road, you know? Ah, it, it just, it, it, it still, it still baffles me to see this happening all the time. You know, there's a story about um, about Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal said that um, he went to a Walmart at two or three in the morning, and that's probably the only time that Shaquille O'Neal can go to a Walmart. But that's probably the best time for Shaquille O'Neal to go to a Walmart as well. It's because, you know, he's not not recognized. And that's when I like to go to the Walmart, too. Not that I'm a real recognizable figure, but that's when I like to go to Walmart because there's some open lines at 1 or 2 in the morning. They be, they be putting up stuff in the store. You know, I'll be full of stuff, but it's still a good time to go to the store because it's not a lot of people in the store at 1 or 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Well, anyway, let's get back to the Shaq story. Shaq said he gave the lady his credit card, and he had rang up, they rang up $70,000 worth of stuff. I said, well, why was it so much? Well, he was traded from Miami to, um, to um, Phoenix, and he was buying stuff for his apartment. He said he bought like four TVs, five TVs, bed, linen, all kind of stuff. And I'm still wondering how in the world to come up with $7,000. Well, as Shaq said, when he gave his credit card for $70,000, it was declined. Shaquille O'Neal's credit card declined. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. So that's Shaq's story of how his credit card got declined. And Shaq said he did like all of us when they declined, they declined your credit card. You put it in a plastic bag. You lick it, you wipe it on your shirt, run it again, run it again. And say Shaq said he finally got a call from his credit card company. They said, hey, somebody's trying to buy a whole bunch of stuff on your credit card at a Walmart. He said, and that's me. I'm trying to buy this stuff at Walmart. And they let him and they let, they let the um the sale go through. I I have had that happen where um I've I've been able to trying to buy something or the next day, the credit card company told me that they put a hold on a payment or something. And I had to tell them, well, I was at this certain place. That was me. But never $70,000 worth of stuff. I don't think I ever made a purchase of, of that big outright by myself at 
any case. So, you know, um, you know, um, Khalid Mack could set an NFL record for guaranteed money with his new contract that's coming up. And uh, and I'm, I'm wishing this brother well. I really am. You know, I, I really am wishing him well. I, I hope he does break the bank. You know, they say he's looking at something like a $114 million contract, uh, maybe closer to a six-year $120 million contract, um, something like maybe $70 million guaranteed money. That, that, that's that's some serious dough. I mean, that is some serious, serious dough. So I'm pulling for him to, to, to break the bank on on this contract, and I I hope he does. I I really I really do. You know, don't hate the player, hate the game he's playing. And Khalid Mack has been, um, you know, Von Miller was probably two years ago the most dominant lineman linebacker. Uh, um, Defensive end. Well, Khalid Mack, he plays defensive end, linebacker, inside, outside. He put his hand on the ground. Uh, I, I think it's it's a big difference than uh, Mack and Miller. Mack is bigger, and I think he's more he's more mobile. Um, I, I just really think he's he's a little more mobile than uh, than Khalid. That Mack is more mobile than uh, Vaughn Miller. Yeah, so I think. I think it's a good possibility that uh, that Vaughn, that uh, Khalid Mack could break the bank. But uh, Richie Incognito last week said that uh, he was going to retire from the NFL. He said he's done with it. And some of us said, no, Richie Incognito. Richie Incognito was actually, it's kind of funny, was actually, um, he, was, he was called on bullying another offensive lineman for the Miami Dolphins when he played for the Miami Dolphins. Well, anyway, Richie Incognito said he was going to retire last week. Well, anyway, this week he came back and said, hey, uh, I'll be back playing. I'll be back in the Buffalo Bills training camp when they have their mini camp. When mini camp opens, he'll be back playing with the Buffalo Bills. And, you know, like I said earlier, it's really hard for these guys to turn down money like this. You know, here's, um, I think Richie Incognito made something like one point. His salary cap hit is going to be $1.65 million. And if he's at $1.65 million, that we play 16, no, uh, yeah, $1.65 million. And we play 16 games. Hey, you look at it, you break it up. That's a lot of money, man. Man's making over a hundred thousand dollars a week. A hundred thousand dollars a week. That's more than most of our houses are costing. He's making. He makes two hundred thousand dollars every two weeks when they get paid. Hey, we got Vince on the line. Vince, what's happening? Hey, Mister Allow yourself. Hey, I'm loving this life I got, man. Loving it, loving it, loving it. What's What's happening down there in Fort Lauderdale? Everything okay? I was just calling you because uh, I was trying to see if you heard anything about dads. What are you gonna do? Well, you know that's a big topic. We we talked about a lot on the, on the phone tonight, and um, you know, dads. I heard him say something about he wants to play in a team a, a, for a team that's going to be playing the Cowboys at least once a year every year. You know, um, and basically wants to play, he wants to stay in the NFC. And um, you can't blame him for that. He feels a little grudge. He feels a little hurt. 
You know, feel you like the cowboy had, dirt in his face. You, huh? you think Mike had an input on him leaving? You mean Michael Irvin? Yeah. No, I don't think Michael Irvin had anything to do with Dez Bryant leaving. I think, um, I think what had something to do with it was more of um, his ego. Uh, uh, no, his his salary cap hit numbers. He was gonna cost the team a lot of money, and they looked at it like, "Hey, we could um we could get someone, we could get two more uh, receivers for this kind of money." And Des Bryant numbers have not been what they were in the last few years, man. He you know he just was he hasn't been the same player, you know. I got one more question there for you. The moment he gets to Philadelphia Seven Sixers, what do you think? I think Philadelphia is just a little bit too young. Um, I think I think this guy Simmons is the next coming of a superstar in the NBA, and I think that I think Philadelphia is just gonna have they just have too much. They have too much heat for um, for the Miami for Miami. I think they just they they're too strong. Vince, now what you think about that? I don't know. I think Philly gonna beat them. And I think I, LeBron threw two messing around with Indiana. I think LeBron oh, is cool. I, me. <laughs> I think this guy Oladipo, he got a chip on his shoulder. And here's a guy mm-hmm. that the that Orlando Magic got rid of. You know, come on. And I think Vic, Victor Oladipo is a player that, that has a chip on his shoulder. And, and I think his team is a bit too young. For the uh, for the Cleveland Cavaliers and and they run and gun strong man I mean they really run and gun strong so I I would agree with you I think Cleveland is is out of but who do you think is gonna come out of the West do you think the Houston Rockets got enough to take Golden State No Golden State home we got we you got think Golden State? they deserve it. they they playing together when you play together you experience. That's the way you folks play. Go to stay live for these days. They live for this. And Houston, good, but they they they, they short us. They, they ain't strong enough. I already know. I hate to okay. say that, but I already know. Oh my, don't go my whole heart on them. I, I feel you. They, they break that team up, and they know they don't break that team up. They go always win. And uh, they'll be right healthy when the time for showdown comes down. So anybody going against them better be watching. So watch tonight. They're going to get, they going to blow what's coming out tonight. They ain't playing especially at home. So you think it's a done deal? It's over tonight. Well, they're going to they take them out. Well, it, well, I think Golden State is going to win in, in four. They should win this series in four games. Mm-hmm. Um, but who do you think is going to come out of the East since you already say it's a done deal with Golden State coming out of the West? Who do you think coming out of the East? They're going to be out of Philly and Indiana. Philly and Indiana, yeah. Hey, well, Vince, we got to get out of here, man. We only got a few more seconds before we get out of here, man. Thanks for, thanks for calling. Don't be a stranger. We're every Monday night on SportsInfo, UNVoiceAmerica.com. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Is email an important part of your business? It is for us. That's why Voice America partners with MailJet. MailJet lets us create impactful newsletters and deliver them right to the inbox fast. 